0: Hey, Emmy, can you say this is dinner for dessert?
1: This is dinner for
2: dessert.
0: Close enough. Hey, Eric. Hey, Pop. I want to start this show by congratulating you on a very momentous occasion for you. Uh, so, congratulations, Eric. Thank you, my friend. Um, do you know why I'm congratulating you? Because I'm not the Gilgo Beach Killer. You have been exonerated, my friend. How did you know that's what I was going to say? I
1: don't know, man. We didn't, I swear we didn't plan <laughs> it. Damn it. had a feeling. But <laughs> you started laughing when I said, like, How, why is he laughing already? Because you've
0: always <laughs> joked over the years
1: that it was me, and now I'm finally, it's finally proven to not be. Wait, why? Why would you think it was him? <laughs> well, first off, uh, Eric loves the Ocean
0: Parkway. Which is where all the bodies are dumped. Yeah, um, he knows that it's a desolate area that that would be a great place to dump it. He has <laughs> joked about dumping bodies there, and the description of the killer was between six foot four and six foot six white guy, so heavy set, heavy set white guy. So I um, just always assumed it was Eric, but you know, keep in mind, knowing in the back of my head that it might be you, I still. Uh, stayed best friends with you and do a podcast with you so
1: yeah because i mean I'll be honest even if it was me you wouldn't have been my target murder demographic no
0: no unless yeah unless you you accidentally you know discovered my secret identity which is i am a, a i'm a craigslist hooker. hooker so um that would be an awkward way for us to find out each other's secret <laughs> lives really weird like i go <laughs> i go <laughs> i go to pick up a john and you go to pick up a the victim and
2: (laughs) I could just imagine that
0: bro what are you doing
2: here Uh, what are you doing here
0: (laughs) oh my god that would be the most awkward moment when you come to pick me up like wait uh
2: wait what would it be like would you be like bro out and be like oh man now we can tag team or would it be like oh no um I mean like would you get in
0: the
1: car (laughs)
0: Well, no, because I think he's going to kill me now because <laughs> I know his secret. I'd probably run. I don't know. No, I wouldn't. I would team up with you. Yeah,
1: you would totally team up.
0: I would team up with you mostly out of um, one because, you know, you always gotta have to have your bro- bros back even when they're wrong. 100%. You know, it's like if I get into a fight at the bar, even if I started it, you have to back me up.
1: The reason no longer matters.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: That poor guy could be defending his mother and I'm still going to beat him up. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's just, it's just how it goes. Um but anyway, needless to say, I was very happy to hear that you're not the killer. Bought a smile on my face too. At least for those four the four victims. <laughs> there's, there's like eighteen other dead bodies out there, so who knows? Um do you think that this guy's killed other people? That maybe he just dumped somewhere else?
1: Oh, uh, they all start somewhere. Are they coming for me now? Uh do you hear the you hear
0: that? <laughs> Yeah, if you guys hear that yeah, if you guys hear that in the background, uh <laughs> there's
1: sirens in the background as we're talking about it, and that was not a soundboard. Uh you that don't was just, real. You don't just start doing that. There's like a progression to it. Like killing one person is I guess is different. Yeah. But if you're killing a string of humans, like you've started somewhere. Yeah. You know From all the crazy things I've watched on like investigative discovery, like it starts with animals. Yep. So you had to have a messed up upbringing, something. He trained somewhere to do this.
0: Yeah, and he traveled a lot, I think. Like, I think he went to Florida a lot or some, something for like his, take care of like his elderly mother or something like that. So yeah, Everglades gator food, man. Yeah, I'm sure he killed other people. And the other thing I was thinking about is, you know, serial killers, as much as we know like a bunch of them because they get like all this notoriety, there's not that many of them, right, in history. Two have come out of Nassau County, New York That I know of off the top of my head Goddamn right Joel Rifkin, East Meadow, New York And now uh, Rex Hurman I don't know how to say his last name Hurman Hurman uh, Massapequa, New York Both like South Shore, Long Island Right, is East Meadow, South Shore? Kind of? Uh, mid Middle? Yeah, it's south of Hempstead Turnpike I would make that South Shore Okay There you go So um, that means that like the three of us are more susceptible than, than normal people nationally uh, to become serial killers or victims but most likely killers. I don't think we're at anyone's victim. <laughs> no. Like we're not the target. We're boring.
1: That's good um, though. Stay out of the crosshairs.
0: Yeah. I mean, if you're going to kill, you know, if you're going to become a serial killer, you go after the ones that nobody's uh, going to look for. I think this guy messed up because like these Craigslist hookers have like families that really... Or not did not give up. So good for good for them.
1: The problem was he had some that didn't. Yeah, and then he got, I guess, knife happy or whatever, <laughs> strangle happy. just strangle happy, and started started picking off ones who had people who cared about him. Yeah, so that
0: happened. Um, you know what throws me off? Did you see the pictures of this guy's house or the video yeah. of this guy's house? He's a part, he's an architect. Right, has his own architect company, but has the worst house on the planet. It's the truth. It is like the most run-down piece of crap house in the middle of a nice neighborhood. Um, Jones, how'd you feel about uh, Rex Heuerman getting uh, arrested? Oh, I don't know much about him. Have you been uh, following any of this stuff on the the news?
2: Uh, I can't say much about it. Well, all right. I work for the police department.
0: Oh, you're not allowed to talk about it. Ooh, that makes it
1: even more. It's juicy. not in my jurisdiction, though, so I can't.
2: Yeah,
0: you, <laughs> you, you. Oh, that's right, Jones. You, you work for Nassau County.
1: One of my favorite uh, things about it is when they have like his house. It's like crime scene doll or whatever, and they're doing like all the interviews out front, and there's a huge block party going on on the on the next block over and like you hear the tj yeah it's all the like lights. oh what a night yeah, it's, like, <laughs> it's <like> December back <laughs> in '63. It's a bunch of like 50 year old women doing like the cupid shuffle <laughs> they're doing the electric slide right next to the
0: murder house uh this is the twitter had a field day with this whole story because it's like peak Long Island. Like the block party, the fact that his DNA was on a pizza box and the amount of Long Islanders were like, well, that's what you get for not eating
1: the crust. That's the best part. (laughs) They got it off crust.
0: Oh, that's so freaking Long Island. And Massapequa of all the towns, man. It's like home of Jerry Seinfeld, Alec Baldwin, well, all the Baldwins. Apparently, this guy went to high school with Billy Baldwin. Same grade. This is uh, so Long Island. So LI. Do you would you feel bad if you lived in Massapequa? Would, would you feel like it, it like
1: makes your town look bad? Not even a little bit. Yeah,
0: because I feel like serial killing is like is a um, not a reflection of the rundownedness of a of a
1: neighborhood. It's not. No, it definitely isn't. There's gonna. I bet there's already T-shirts in production.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Oh. Oh wait a second. Not
0: only do we have two serial killers in Nassau County, we also have the Amityville horror house. Correct. That's in Suffolk. Amityville, Suffolk County?
2: Yeah. Stop it. Like pretty deep in actually. No way. No, it's not. Holy crap, is it? I'm the guy who gets paid to know the map in Nassau County. <laughs> I'm damn sure it's a- Amityville's in Suffolk County. You when you say deep
0: in, you mean it's not on like it's like past the border. By a bunch of towns? it can't no. be a bunch. <clears throat> no way. It's on it's, Merrick
2: Road. It's like right there. It's on Ocean Avenue and Merrick Road. Yeah. It's the border of Copeg and Amityville. Yes.
0: And what's on the other side of Amityville?
2: Seaford? Farmingdale? Massapequa. Massapequa. <laughs> so County Line Road divides Massapequa and Amityville. It's almost like the entire way through Amityville though. Alright.
0: I wouldn't call that deep in.
2: <laughs> I mean it's not Hop Hog.
0: Yeah, it's no Stony Brook, but okay, fine. It's in Suffolk County, whatever. But still, (laughs) it's like, but it's like you know, it's kind of like honorary mention Nassau County. (laughs) It's like close enough. It's one town over from the serial killer. I'm just saying. Um, So okay, south to Central Shore, Nassau, kind
1: of Suffolk County-ish is like the hotbed. It's funny that we're doing all this this town talk in in uh, Long Island right now because we got asked a question today on our Ask Us Anything that I thought was awesome, and I was like picking apart the map to try and answer this question earlier, and I think I came up with the correct town, so when we get to that, you'll understand. We're gonna be doing a lot of talk about Long Island on this show tonight. Nice,
0: all right, some Long Island pride, or, you know, shame. (laughs) As of this week, it's shame, but, you know. Both, usually both. It's a lot of pride, too. We got, you know, we got nice beaches, a lot of comedians come out of long island too yeah you know for every um joel rifkin there's a jerry seinfeld bars are
1: open past like midnight yeah you can get food at three in the morning if you're hungry yeah for every rex
0: Hewerman, there's uh there's an alec baldwin yeah you know what i gotta
1: ask you guys do you
0: guys like it here in long I- on long island oh i just said in long island <laughs> by accident it <That> slipped <laughs> like on long island the, yeah the island uh yeah I technically don't live on Long Island, but yeah, I live on a, a different island
2: outside of Long Island. Like if you had like FU money and you could go anywhere you wanted to, would you stay on Long Island? Yes. Uh, I don't know. Where would you go?
1: Somewhere where the cost of living is a little cheaper. If no, I'm, but you have FU money,
0: so money doesn't matter.
1: Yeah, okay. If that's it, Then I'm moving out of where I currently am. Yeah, but you... St- People leave Long Island because because they can't. I didn't realize. I didn't wasn't paying attention. Fu money, yeah, I stay, but I go to a more secluded. Like I hate having neighbors that I could like see through my window. I could see in their window.
0: Yeah, you can move. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. I if you have fu money, you could t- totally make more, that happen. I want a
1: little more space.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think people leave. Well, not I think like data shows that people leave Long Island because they want a lower cost of living because to live a good life here you do have to have a decent amount of money. You can't, um, like people who live in Arkansas could live like
2: in ma- a ma-
0: like what we would consider like a mansion for uh, like a regular job.
2: My, my sister-in-law lived in Arkansas for a period and their, her and her ex-husband were school teachers. Not school teachers, like uh, college professors. They don't make a ton of money. But they had a nice house. Yeah, Hopefully I'm sure they, they weren't in Pine Bluff.
0: Pine mm. Bluff, Arkansas, is the uh, murder was the murder capital of the U.S. at one point. That's why that's why Eric mentioned that. Um, yeah, but that's that's totally how it is in the rest of the country. And that's when the whole remote work thing really blew up, um, and really got accelerated from COVID. It like changed a lot of things because now people could work the same job that they would get a New York salary, but then just like live in... Kentucky and it it's a pretty good way to gain the system but I think companies are getting wise to it Um, and how
2: long do you think it takes for like okay if you're gonna work from home and make New York money in Kentucky how long does it take for Kentucky to get expensive I think it's not
0: that Kentucky will get expensive although it it will if it like really like certain towns like if like one town becomes really popular like right now Austin in Texas Has blown up over the last couple of years. I was thinking Massachusetts, not Austin, Massachusetts. (laughs) Austin, Texas, is like blown up in recent years, so now it's expensive to live there. But it's like a very specific like area. It
1: happened to the parts of the Carolinas too. They got flooded.
0: Yeah, Florida too has some spots that have like gotten really expensive. But what's really happening faster is that companies will change their salary ranges based on where you live. So like. Me and, say me and Eric have the same job, but Eric now lives in Arkansas and I live in New York, Eric will get zoned into like a different zone. It'll be like zone three. And so his salary might, will be lower than mine. And if he was in my, if he was in New York and then moves to, to Arkansas, they'll actually cut his pay to adjust for, cost, for the cost of living. It's so messed up. Not every company. That's like a, got, Not a, not all companies, by the way. I'm just use, saying some companies are doing that now. You got to use your friend's address in New York. <laughs> yeah, you just don't tell me you moved. Yeah, use, a <laughs> use a VPN. Use a VPN for New York and don't tell anyone. Um, it can happen. It can happen. Uh, so, after all the serial killing and, you know, murder houses like the Amityville house, I would still choose Long Island, but... I would probably, if I had FU money, I would also have a couple other places so that I could escape crappy weather, you know? Like this past week, it's been like, what is, uh rainforest weather. Like it's like oh, you 90 mean- degrees and rains every five seconds and super humid. Yeah, like you'd it,
1: move it to escape the heat. Yeah, not the cold. I like the cold. Yeah, I mean, that's what I was going to say. Like I would use it to escape the, like, disgusting human new york summer yeah i wouldn't i want a place
0: that's dry like arid climate but not super hot so maybe i don't know like i'd probably get like a plate like a ranch in montana
1: i was gonna say the the most like people never talk about like the dakotas you know what i mean places like that like that's the money spot to go to because they're not gonna catch up for a while yeah like, I think, like in booming communities, I mean, like that's what I mean by catch up. Like, yeah, oh yeah, you're not going to get the flood of New Yorkers there.
0: Yeah, go to like Sioux Falls, South Dakota.
1: Don't, not even a, name, a a town. You're talking you've never like heard a like a like of. a like a outskirts rural town, but close enough
0: to like. You need to be close enough to like stuff, or otherwise you go crazy.
1: Yeah, you need. I say within a forty-minute ride. Okay, so like a suburb of Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Yeah, something like that. I think that would be perfect.
0: Yeah, I mean Montana. Wyoming, like that area, those two states have, I think, really good weather. They do, but they're starting to in the boom summer.
1: because of Yellowstone.
0: A lot of rich people live in A lot in of people
1: packed up and headed that way for the horse life.
0: Yeah, horse life, hashtag. Um, but I would stay here. Like, I mean, Long Island is, um, honestly, I'm going to this may sound bold, but I think it might be the best place to live on the planet because for multiple reasons. One, where else can you be so close to such a insane like center of all culture and entertainment and, and business and everything in New York City, but also be able to like go to the wineries in North Fork or Long Island. You could go to the Hamptons. You could go to like Fire Island. You go to Long Beach. You could go to all these different places, like all in an easy car ride. Like nowhere else in the world is like that, you know?
1: It's the truth, my guy. Word. Where else do you get diners? (laughs) Yeah, so many diners, and they're all 24-7. And I'm not talking about Denny's or Perkins. I'm talking about diners.
0: Yeah, and it's the only place in the world. Like, we're so used to it, so we don't even realize it until we leave. But, like, other places, like... Everything just shuts down at like 1 o'clock in the morning. Like walk through downtown LA at 1 a.m. That's it's, what I was it's, saying. It's ghost town, except for homeless people. Like 1 a.m. in New York City is the same level of like energy as, you know, 9 p.m. or 3 a.m. It doesn't matter. 24 hours a day that is stuff going on. Like where else do you have that? Nowhere. May, no, I don't know. Maybe nowhere. Tokyo. I
1: don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I've never been there. I don't know their closing hours. Yeah
0: okay so another thing in the news that's going on is this writer strike and this uh and now the actors are striking you hearing about this i've heard a little bit about it <laughs> we're getting we're getting no
1: no new shows
0: <laughs> it's gonna throw off all of dfd like i wouldn't bring this up other
2: <laughs> except for the fact that like what are we going to talk about in like six months when we run out of new tv shows i mean the writer strike is affecting this show because I haven't done a production piece. <laughs> it's the truth. That's true. Jones refuses to do a production <laughs> piece. It's he- not refuses. I'm being
0: backed into a corner by the, the guild. Yeah. Our friend, our friend Blakeman, technically is like a a part of the screen actor skill because he's been an extra in a bunch of like stupid things but like he's just like he's been telling everybody that he's not taking any acting
1: gigs because he's on strike we're like yeah that's why that's why you're not uh russian henchman number three yeah in (laughs) law and order Um, Uh
0: yeah we're all on strike so yeah but what are we gonna do like what's gonna happen we're gonna have to watch reality shows we're going to have to start doing, like, like our deep dives are going to be, like, you know, Bachelor season 37. No,
1: what we're going to have to do is watch the shows we've avoided our whole lives. Oh, we're going to have to go back to, like... Like, um, what's the one with the chicks that was on HBO? The girl has the horse faces in it. Uh, Sarah Jessica Parker.
0: Oh, the, uh, like the, the Fendi
1: bag swinger. We're going to yeah. have to watch that and, like, talk
2: about it. Oh, God. We could watch Sex and the City. I could do this. Do you guys want to watch Big Brother with me? Nope. Nah. that's a hard oh. no. It's like season 29 right now. Do you really watch it for real? It's one of my only favorite things to do. Like, I really don't enjoy watching things on a screen at all, but that show I just cannot get enough of. Okay. All right. I what just finished you, watching February's season of Celebrity Big Brother. Yeah? Which was fantastic. Big
0: Brother? Br- it kind of said, like you said, Brid Brother?
2: He did. He said Celebrity Big Brother.
0: <laughs> Whatever it is, it sounds uh, like you love it. Wait, so tell me what you love about it. Like, what is, what is it about Big Brother that draws you in and... and has you so titillated
2: the, so the game is this right they lock these people in a house 24 7 and there are cameras everywhere right even in the bathrooms like not on the toilets but they're in the room right i was gonna say i don't want to watch people wiping their butts man and you can watch them 24 7 on online and then uh, like three or four times a week they depending on the week they cut the ep- like they cut the footage into an episode
0: so wait a second, it's like Truman Show style where like it's just 24/7 feed.
2: Yeah, I did you, not know
0: that until until
2: I swear to god, I did not know that until
0: 5 seconds ago. Yeah, I thought it was just
2: a regular like I thought it was the real world. No, there's no privacy at all, right? But they're also playing a game in order so they have to evict the other house guests each week, right? And there's like a whole game that gets played. Like one person is like in charge of the house and then they play a competition and then that person gets to nominate two people that can get evicted. But then there's another competition, and one of those people can battle back and be taken off the chopping block. And then at the end of the week, they all vote to evict one person. But do they play actual games against
0: each other, like competitions? Yeah, there's like like, Survivor kind of does it.
2: it, It's more like, uh, honestly, it's like Double Dare. Like they'll do like some crazy stunt thing you know, like you, you, have to wear the the basket helmet, and I have to throw meatballs across the across
1: the stage. Yeah, you, you have like to
0: that. scoop yeah. all the flags out of the slime at the bottom of the of the open peanut, mouth. Peanut tongue. butter, peanut butter yeah. and jelly sandwich. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Don't yeah,
2: remember that one. It <laughs> is so exactly that. Like it's exactly those kind of things. And it'd be uh, awesome if they we do like
0: a budget Big Brother. And it's just like we just it's just the three of us and the games are like rock paper scissors. Sorry (laughs) (laughs) shoots and ladders (laughs) Pictionary (laughs)
2: charades when they pick the cast they pick like they pick like completely unhinged people. It's great like they they know what they're doing when they make the casting choices like they always pick like the old guy who's like funny then they always pick like the super good-looking people who are like they're just stone-cold idiots. You, but you know they're gonna bone, probably. Yeah,
1: I've seen some actual like uh, some some good some good uh, boobies. Yeah, from uh, from pics that came from that show.
0: Nice. Any French kissing? <clears throat> oh know, yeah, there's, there's been nice. some
2: smushing. They call them showmanses. So and the, people always say like, oh, that's not a real showmance. but then like people have like gotten married after the show, like they've been like they started a family and all that. It's uh, I, I love it. It's it's so stupid. What's it on? CBS. I'll, I'll check. Is it up. on Paramount? Yeah, all every season. Catch up. Every season's on Paramount, and uh, I may have to give it a go when you watch. Um, when the actual show is live, uh, it starts. in... did you just check your Apple Watch to, to see what? No, I was getting a phone call. Oh, I was like,
0: I was like, I was like, does he have like show notes on his watch? What's (laughs) happening?
2: (laughs) Yeah, just let the screensaver pop up on my laptop. (laughs) No, I check everything on my watch. Donkey Kong. Uh, I love it. No, it starts on August 2nd and from August. A new season starts August 2nd? Yeah, and from August 2nd on until they're, they usually, it takes about three months. So are we going to do a Big Brother segment every week on the show going forward
1: with a new season? Oh, I would love that. Oh my god okay i think we should watch it together at a
0: you know like you know as a bonding experience
1: like in the same room no no
0: no i hate no you. we just like watch yeah. it yeah i mean like i like you guys but like once a week yeah, yeah, in person yeah, yeah. is Let's enough like this is break. enough yeah pump, pump the brakes <laughs> like uh, you know i don't want to sit on the couch and watch pop you know watch popcorn eat popcorn with you <laughs> guys pop- i want to watch you eat popcorn <laughs> i'm
2: gonna stop talking no it's your popcorn but it's your popcorn okay So what my wife does, right, she'll watch the live feeds as they're going because she wants to get like the real insight on what's going on because when they edit the show together, sometimes they give someone like a bad edit, right? Like they say like, oh, we got to cut this person into like a bad guy character. So we'll just only focus on the bad guy things that he said, even though he might be like a totally cool dude, they just don't show those parts. Oh my God, we can do a thing where we record
0: all the live streams and then do our own cut and it'll be like the alternative cut, like, you know, like the multiverse version. We'll make the bad guys the good guys and the good guys the bad guys.
1: Yeah, I mean, just given if we were to watch live feeds as well as the actual show, we would have a totally different output on this podcast of that maybe what people are seeing just watching the show yeah. when it airs.
0: Yeah, like what you didn't see in the episode is when, you know, Joe, you know, unclogged the toilet for 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 susie and didn't and didn't tell anybody that that she you know she you know made a mess a hot mess um yeah okay i like this i want to watch it you know here's the thing here's the reason i want to watch it one because i think it'll be fun to to talk about a reality show with you guys but two i never ever watch any reality tv ever like it's since real world season three I have not watched any reality TV. I only know uh, like about them from other people talking about them. Like I've never watched an episode of Survivor. No clue. Me neither. I just know what it is because people have talked about it. And I think it's our job, it's our obligation as a pop culture podcast. As to, Americans. As Americans, as just humans. As, as Long Islanders. As global citizens, um, it is our job, our obligation to understand the pop culture, even if we hate it. Right. So we have to watch stuff we hate. Yeah. You know, I've been thinking about that a lot lately. Like we only do the recommendation segment on the show, but we don't do like the, just like reviews section where we could talk about stuff that kind of sucked. So we could like, you know, it's like a I don't recommend segment, you know? So maybe big brother's terrible. Right. And then we could talk about how we hate it or maybe it's amazing. And we just found out that we've been like missing out on a whole like genre of entertainment for the last, you know, 20 years.
2: The only bad thing about the show is sometimes the cast is great and sometimes it's like they just kind of either gang up on each other or they, they do like weird stuff. There's no way to predict it though. Is like there, there, have there,
0: has there ever been a season where like they get along too well and you're like, well, what the hell is happening
2: here? No, no. There's usually like some kind of oil and water going on. Like they, they always kind of make it so that like people aren't going to mix that well.
0: They actually figured that formula out way back with the real world the real world season one like everyone was just like normal and boring and they're like we gotta we gotta throw a curveball on and i think season three of real world puck was probably like the original the og yeah instigator and, and like and pedro ever since pedro ever since then rippity <laughs> rippity dippity pedro was a good dude he made dad jeans look so good you know what i'm talking about like the 100 percent. like whatever color those jeans are when they're just like there's no style to them <laughs> yeah. and then they're just like too baggy and they hiked up a little too high with a braided belt tucked in uh you know tucked in button down yeah i'm, a, I'm always shirt. partial
1: to season two of real world true stories john the cowboy was my guy who else was on season two? Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Just a cowboy. Season one though was Eric Knees, right? Yeah. yeah. And um, oh, what the hell was her name? There was a, there was a funny girl on it too. Heather B.
0: Heather B. Yep. Didn't she become something too yeah. after? Uh, yeah. Well, who was? What was? Uh, oh, season two had David, right? Or was that season three? David, who he ended up in house Party? He was in house party. Oh my God! Yeah, he yeah, got, yeah. He's like the first person to get kicked out. Yeah. He's the first person to be kicked out of uh, uh, the real world. You know how long
1: ago that was, dude? I really don't know. I'd love to rewatch that.
0: Yeah. Oh, man. Good times. Um, oh, this is my last piece of news because I know we're running yeah. deep into this intro. I mean, listen, we just cut some, cut some other stuff out. Yeah. The New York football Jets are going to be on Hard Knocks this year. How do you feel about this?
1: Uh, it's awesome in a way, it's, but I'm happy about it. Yeah. I just I hate my team being in the spotlight. Yeah, because then I feel like they're gonna stink.
0: Yeah, but
1: here's the thing, I was it was actually
0: Damian Woody, former Jet, on Twitter. Great personality, great, you know, public persona. I don't know what you call him. Um, public figure, personality. You just said it. Damn it. Um, <laughs> he called it, and he goes, he goes. For the record, everybody who's saying that it's a big distraction. For the record. The Jets are, every time they've ever been on hard knocks, they went to the AFC Championship. So, just saying, like, why do you think that it's a bad thing? Now, granted, they've only been on hard knocks once. Yeah, I but know. But that season, they went to the AFC Championship, so
1: it I clearly know. didn't I know. affect them. And you, the thing is, with that season, you had a coach who was, like, meant for that spotlight. That was the best
0: season of hard knocks by, by far, far. By far, by far like i don't I couldn't tell you
1: one other season of hard knocks what happened ever so i I, th- all right, so it's awesome, and I'm glad because now I get to watch some more of my team. I think on this show though we don't, we talk about sports so little we should have whether it be just a little clip or a little something um for any time we do a sports talk segment. It should just be like a tiny little thing that plays. Like a sports warning. Can it be like a crowd roaring and then me just going "Yay sports"? Some, yeah, something just <laughs> as simple
0: as that. Can I? Should I say "Yay sports" here so you could turn it into a clip later?
1: Yeah, with maybe like a goal buzzer sound or like something. Oh wait,
0: why don't you make the 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 you make the crowd noise, you make a buzzer sound, then I'll say "Yay sports." Ready?
1: And but, not at the same time though.
0: Yeah, like I think it goes, you, me. You go, but like when you make the crowd noise, like fade out by just pulling the mic away from your mouth, and then I'll say, Yay, sports, and then you make a buzzer sound to end it. What do you think? Okay, Are you ready? Yeah, on your marks, get set, action,
1: go team, go,
0: yay, sports, uh, nailed it, done, just Sorry. like that. We're professionals, no big deal. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I uh, love it I, was thinking I about thought this. Jones was going to quit the show right there
2: but he <laughs> yeah, didn't, he, didn't. He, held, he held it together no I just I can't do anything until the writer's strike is over
1: <laughs> <laughs> when I was like he's not allowed to edit this down now when I was reviewing and I saw you had put uh, New York Jets on hard knocks as just like a note written in there I was like we need something because we always talk about how we don't talk about sports I was like we need something goofy to play whenever it's a sports talk moment I could just pick a quick thing yeah yeah I, I think we can make that happen
0: um, and just to go back a little bit are you guys cool with the concept of doing like a review segment or some type of segment where we could talk about stuff we watched but didn't like yeah that's fine I watch plenty of stuff I don't like yep are, are you yawning right now during the show the the, i yeah. tried to get that sentence out <laughs> are you not entertained alright okay yeah so I didn't know a question was coming my way I thought I had a moment <laughs> All right, well, let's take it to the feedback loop. You guys uh, ready? Let's do it. All right, Eric, hit it.
1: It 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 (laughs) Wow, we're we're professionals. Let me just, I just want to step in here real quick. I, I don't think I've ever paid attention to the music in the background of that song. It's like Middle Eastern. Yeah, it's like a snake charmer song. I've never ever paid. I, what is wrong with me? How have I not paid attention to that? We literally listen to that song once a week.
2: <laughs> For years. Damn, man. For
1: years. <laughs> That's awesome, Jones. Did you it's play a, that whole
2: thing? I play everything on every one of those. <laughs> yes. it was. It's a E Dorian mode on the flute, which makes it sound Egyptian. It's not a. An, what's the thing? The other thing? The Ent whistle? What was it called?
0: The thing you had? The What? the tuba the flugelhorn the flugelhorn no uh, flugelhorn flugel what's like an a ent whistle i don't know why did that pop in my
2: head what's an ent whistle my first grade teacher's last name <laughs> <laughs> oh man all right So sorry back to the feedback i gotta pay attention more to stuff yeah jesus that wasn't a real flute and that's what bugs me about it that was like a keyboard patch me too it bothers <laughs> me <laughs> yeah. so yeah, much I oh, it's all I think about all day. I think about Big Brother and that one flute loop from that song. Flute loop.
0: Flute
1: loop. <laughs> loop.
2: Oh, sorry. So Derek says he watched Terminator 2 last week and had the exact same reaction. So good, even the effects hold up. The only thing that didn't hold up was a 12-year-old hacking an ATM. Laugh out loud. Yeah, okay. So I
0: watched T2 and talked about it uh, last episode. I love that uh, Derek also watched it and agreed because i didn't know if it was a nostalgia love or not but i really do think like t2 is very 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 like strong hold up over time type of movie
1: that's what great movies do man they hold up
0: yeah and by the way um the hacking of the atm was done by a 10 year old not even a 12 year old which is crazy and also what 10 year old drives around on a dirt bike only the cool ones Right, isn't that like I I feel like Edward Furlong definitely did not come off as a ten year old in that No, nah, he didn't. But it's fine. Whatever's. No.
1: We put up um I think it was you, Pomp, you put up uh, you asked people their favorite podcasts. Yeah. Besides ours. Besides ours, like a couple weeks ago. And some people nice enough still listed ours. Yeah. But even though you meant besides ours, which yeah. is still awesome that they consider us in their faves. Which is amazing. Um, and I realized we hadn't talked about that, so we, I figured we throw the list on here and maybe rip through it real
2: quick. Let's do it. Yeah, first one comes from Dr. Chaz. He listens to Philosophize This, True Crime Garage, No Such Thing as a Fish, Your Mom's House, Dinner for a Dessert, and Anything Dan Carlin Puts Out.
1: So the only thing I know on that, aside from us, is Dan Carlin. Doesn't he do like that history show? hardcore history hardcore history which is pretty cool really good yeah i unfortunately
2: know like no other podcasts in the world The your mom's house one is tom segura and his wife
1: oh okay you th- sure
2: i'm sure you've heard them
1: yeah yeah i just didn't i don't know the name of it that one's good
0: uh i checked out no such thing as a fish because uh doc Chaz told That's me about real, huh? it. it's really good yeah it's um uh a bunch of british people they're very funny together they just have th- it's a good energy like this um I forgot the premise. I think the, the, the whole point of the premise is like that one person comes in with like a random fun fact that they think the other people don't know, and then they just riff on it. Okay, I'm with it. That's basically the thing. Uh, true crime,
1: I don't really listen to true crime. I watch true crime. I, I commit watch, true crime. I watch all the docu series that on every streaming platform. That's like my favorite thing to do at night.
0: Yeah. You oh you know what's a good uh, true crime thing to watch on YouTube? Um, there's a, a YouTube channel called Watcher, and it's these two dudes who used to have a BuzzFeed show, and it was called BuzzFeed Unsolved, and they just realized that like they were getting like too big for being just like salaried employees at BuzzFeed and making probably crap money, but like becoming super popular online, so they just quit and started their own company started their own channel called watcher and on there they have all these different shows one of them is um called mystery files or yeah i think it's called mystery yeah mystery files where they talk about like unsolved um crimes that cool. are like famous and one of them is the max headroom yeah nice, nice. yeah he does that one he, they do uh db cooper awesome they also do stuff that's like technically not crime but it's like still a mystery like the there was this one incident in like Siberia where there's a huge explosion and all the trees blew out in like a perfect circle, like where they all blew out outwards in like a huge, huge circle, but there's no impact crater. There's no, there was no debris, no shrapnel. They have no idea what could have done that. And like, it's super cool. So that's my, uh, a sonic boom from Guile. It was basically a sonic boom. Street Fighter 2 takes place in Siberia, and that's what happened.
2: Um, and <laughs> You know why I love that? Because Eric is not silly very often, and that was very silly. <laughs> that was like a you answer right there. That's all ver- I wanted to say. That was now, a very Jones answer. And now all I want to do is make Street Fighter 2 references.
0: <laughs> you guys are like switching places, and now that you're on strike, Eric's going to have to do all the production pieces. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh, that's weird. that's not good (laughs) make sure to include an ent whistle in your in your
2: pieces yeah (laughs) um so mystery files cool i'll check it yeah uh kyle says he listens to dinner for dessert joe rogan and two bears one cave nice okay so i know those three (laughs) there you go two bears one cave is also tom segura right yeah tom segura and burt kreischer yeah. Tom Segura is just
1: an okay guy, man. He, is, he is, He's good stuff. He is my second favorite comedian right now. Who's your first? Bill Burr. Yeah, huh? I love Bill Burr. I mean, Patrice O'Neill is always my number one, but Segura is my, probably my two. Yeah, Segura is fantastic. If not my three behind Theo. Segura feels like a guy who would be in our
0: group of friends. Totally. Right? Like Bill Burr would be in our group of friends in high school, but we probably would have like phased him out of our lives by now.
1: We'd see him sporadically.
0: Yeah, he'd be the kind of guy that you're like, oh, it's great to see Bill. Uh, you know, I could go another six months though. I need a <laughs> yeah. break. I need a Bill break. Yeah. But like Segura is a guy that like you do like boring stuff with. He'd be like, hey dude, <laughs> yeah. I gotta go pick up my mom at the airport. You want to come with me? And Segura be like, yeah, I'm in. Hey Let's dude, we're this.
1: doing this thing where we're all gonna watch Big Brother and talk about it. You in? Yeah, I'm in. <laughs> like,
0: I'm in. You guys, you guys ordering food or what? You know, like he's like the guy that would like you would want to order takeout and watch Big Brother. Hundred percent. Bill Burr is a guy you see at the bar. He cracks you up for an hour and a half, and then you're like, "All right, I've had enough." Yeah, you've had your fill, and you I've, move on. Uh, he's been busting my balls for the last hour and a half, and it's time to go home now and you know lick my wounds. Um, Segura just seems like a chill dude. He was actually on Rogan recently, so for Kyle, that's a two birds, one stone uh, moment, and it was really good actually. Um, I love what I like about Segura is that he doesn't always have to be. Like, funny guy, like his non, when he's not doing stand up, he's a pretty, like, just serious dude, and I like that about him. You know what I mean? He's not like always on. That's not like that could be that could be much like, uh, like a Jim Carrey or like a, even Robin Williams, you know, rest in peace, like Robin Will Ferrell, yeah, like those guys are just always on, which is good, but like I like to see the real them too. And Segura just like he, like. He breaks the fourth wall. He's like, yeah, it's just me just being a dude talking about stuff, you know? Um, So that's awesome. All right.
2: What else we got? Derek likes Stage Left, Rico Bronia, Bill Simmons, Carton and Roberts, Mismatch, and Bill Maher. Oh, wow. I have not listened to any of those. I didn't even know Carton and Roberts had a podcast.
1: I used to to be on, um, I know Evan Roberts from when he was with Joe... Beningo Beningo Joe Beningo yeah. on the fan I used to listen to him on my lunch break
2: If he's talking when to, I was a custodian if he's talking about the WFAN show that's actually ending soon uh, Roberts is being paired up with Tiki e. Barber and Carton is taking his own show on the Yes Network oh wow yes
0: that's kind of been
2: a big deal yes. it's,
0: it's been a big deal because for those who follow um, New York media um, and New York sports media a lot of people are upset about carton doing that because for those who don't know craig carton got arrested for um basically some ticket sales scam because he was in like crazy gambling debt he got arrested and went to jail like for
1: real went to jail and he used to have a show with boomer esiason and it was like the best show and if you don't know do yourself a favor watch wild card the downfall the downfall of a radio loudmouth it's this whole story of craig carton and it's awesome. It's really good. But
0: here's the thing why people are upset. He got like a redemption story and he was forgiven and got a sh- he got a job back at WFAN after all of this. And then he comes back. They give him a second chance after being, you know, going to jail, like jail, jail. Like he didn't get arrested. Like he went to prison for, for like defrauding fans. And got a second chance, and now he's quitting for more money to go to the Yes Network. And it's like a lot of people, are like, dude,
1: they like, they give you a second chance, and now you're just gonna bounce
0: on them. But now
1: to play devil's advocate, this, what does he owe him his like the rest of his life now because of that? No, I, yeah, I agree. I'm just I'm just saying what other people are saying. I don't I don't agree.
0: I don't, know. and you also and don't did, know the terms. Like you don't know yeah. what happened. Like he may have gone to WFAN and said, "Okay, now it's my contract is up. I want to renegotiate." And they're like, "Well, no, take this is what you're
1: getting." And he's they like, well, may have I also brought him back on a pennies contract to be like, "You want back in? Then this is what you're going to take."
0: Yeah, like an eat, an, you know, you don't eat poop you kind don't of contract. Know. Yeah. You don't know. Like a you got to wash dishes in the back contract.
2: To me, uh, it does. I don't care. I don't well, care about these. Part of, part laughs. about his other thing was that they were making him do an anti-gambling show on the weekends, and maybe he was like, you know what, I had enough of that. I don't know, or maybe he loved doing it. I have no clue. <laughs> that sounds terrible. <laughs> yeah. So who's gonna Who's gonna
0: listen to an anti-gambling show? You think like like people who I, are I, like have a big? Ag- I guess so. Yeah. If
1: you're a gambling addict, you think you're gonna actually listen to that? Well, listen. If you're trying to quit, and there's a yeah. guy like. A name that you know that you listen to who tells you your sports he's doing the show i feel like you're more inclined to listen to it then you know the best way to to not
0: gamble is just realize that nobody that you know who gambles is gotten rich off of it ever like can you name one boom addiction solved yeah (laughs) have you ever met someone you're like oh man you
2: really you know your life turned out well from gambling no never you know what's also great is that he's on a radio uh station that is like just advertises like the stone cold lock of the week oh yeah for like six and a half days a week and then yeah. they have his show where he's like don't gamble it's very strange yeah and the show on right after him is like FanDuel's sponsored show yep. yeah like should you take the over or the under you know so maybe what's yes spread? maybe yes is the right move for him. yeah all right what, what else we got uh next up uh Derek likes uh, no I just read Derek <laughs> Marie says that she listens to Smartness this past weekend and this is actually happening so this past weekend is one of the
1: few podcasts that I've personally listened to because it's the Ovan. I think he's great uh, the other two I do not know it's Smartless I believe we probably had a typo in our notes i had
0: autocorrected. yeah Smartless is, um, is is pretty good it's Jason Bateman Will Arnett and Sean Hayes You've told me about this. Yeah, it's good. It's not great. You want to know what they do poorly? Um, so the three of them banter, right? You know, they do the whole banter thing. Will Arnett and Jason Bateman, you could tell are like close friends for a while, right? Probably became friends during Arrested Development when they were on that show together. And the way they banter, they bust each other's chops, but like they go at each other like it's like firefighting fire. But then they like... Sean Hayes is like this odd he feels like he's the odd man out the whole show and I almost feel bad like it's one of those things where like if I say something stupid on the show you guys will like make fun of me for it when he says stuff stupid on the show it's just like it dies and it gets like really awkward like you know when you don't like somebody and yeah it's rough it's like the New York the New York guy code is like if you like somebody you bust their chops if you don't like them you don't say anything to them
1: I mean, I jump on you, and you do it to me every time something wrong comes out of our mouth. He said, "Big brother," pretty much right before Jones, and it a little no, bit sounded a little. He said, he said little, "Big brother."
0: It sounded like "brid brother," and we like couldn't let it go. But that means that's because we love him. But if we didn't love him, we'd be like, oh, just ignore it and just move on. So um, that bothers me about that show. This guy Sean Hayes is the best. He's from Will and Grace. He's really gonna good, gonna say, but he's just off his is? game. Yeah, he's. Uh,
2: Oh, uh, if you saw a picture of me, you'd be like, "Oh, that guy." He's, the, he's, the, he's
0: the gay best friend in Will and Grace. He's like a he's a gay guy. Um, I don't know how to describe him.
1: Let me see. Let's
0: how do you describe? What else was he in? He's like a he does a lot of Broadway stuff. Oh, he's that stuff. guy. Yeah, he does a lot of Broadway stuff. Funny
1: enough, that's the guy I was picturing. <laughs>
0: yeah, he does a lot of Broadway stuff. He's awesome, and he's a very funny guy. But he just like I, he feels wrong for that show. Gotcha. Like if I were them. And it's too late now. They can't kick him out. But like, if I were them, I would have just done the show with Will Arnett and Jason Bateman. Yeah, okay. Fair it enough. Just doesn't, he doesn't fit the formula. And I don't know why they, that I'm like, the, I feel like I'm the only one that
1: notices it, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Do you know what this is actually happening is? No clue what that is. I'll
2: have to check that out. What else we got? I think this is actually happening might be Ari Shafir. not sure, though. Okay. Blankman says that the only podcast he listens to is this one nice yep.
1: goddamn right blank man
0: it's all you need like man
1: <laughs> we'll get you through but
0: i'll be honest i listen to a lot of podcasts and like I, there's no podcast that i'm like wow they do it so much better than us like i wish we could be like them one day yes, the only sir. difference between them and us is they get a lot of celebrity guests they <laughs> and they have marketing and advertising you know budgets that's the only difference
2: i mean it this next one comes from a person that uh isn't lucy she listens to the dumb blonde podcast which is the one for uh jelly roll the singer he his wife has the show
1: okay i don't know what it's about yeah i don't either i yeah i don't i
0: uh, uh, <laughs> i don't know what i just said
1: i i only barely know I have who no re- Jelly Roll no yeah i have no
0: reason to watch that because i don't even know who jelly roll is so his wife means nothing oh, to me
1: he's a musician yeah. he's a singer slash rapper word he's kinda, good he's good at what he does kind of looks like a guy in this room <laughs> if jelly roll lost weight, does he have to change his name? Wow, it's a good jelly stick. Jelly <laughs> <laughs> uh, I
0: can't roller. believe it's not jelly.
2: <laughs> Buttered roll. <laughs> All
0: right, what else we got? Is this last one supposed
2: to be part? So of this?
1: Uh, yeah, I didn't. I think uh, I, I may have messed up, or somebody put this into the favorite podcast one. This was just a recommendation from Rich. Um, he had told us to watch a show called adam eats the 80s it's adam richmond the dude who used to do man vs. food oh yeah yeah uh he just eats he goes and does all these like different things that were around when we were kids so he's like the real mcdonald's fries uh not cooked in like vegetable oil um does like the mcdlt like old like uh, old candies that we don't have anymore like how cinnabon got started Uh, how Auntie Anne's pretzels got started. It's like all cool stuff that like came about in the 80s and he goes around and does it. I watched it and I hate Adam Richman. I'm going to preface this by saying that. I think he's an awful host. He's not funny but the show has so much goddamn nostalgic substance that I'm continuing and I'm going to finish it even though
0: you don't like the dude
1: even though I hate him. All right. So that's how enjoyable it actually is that I would say to watch it if you grew up in the 80s because there's stuff on there that like I forgot existed I'm like oh my God you know I'll check it out and it's really enjoyable he's just the worst
0: yeah he got canceled before canceling was cool he got canceled for like Twitter tirades I think anyway what else we got
2: uh, we have the deep dive feedback we oh yeah feedback for the deep dive show that we just did yeah for those who haven't listened or have no idea what we're talking
0: about we are now doing weekly, midweek uh, episode drops that are not the flagship show that you're listening to right now. They're just deep dives on a specific movie or TV show. And we did our first one ever last week on a movie called The Monster Squad, which is a uh, an awesome 80s cult classic. It's a gem. It's a gem. Um, and so this is the feedback from that. Now, this is... Important feedback for us, and it kind of goes back to the original essence of what the feedback loop was for was to help us get better at doing the show. And so we did the first show and had no clue what we were what we were going to do. We literally just hit record and we're like, "Let's see what happens." Now we did do a lot of research before and had a lot of um, you know facts ready,
1: but we didn't know how we were going to structure the show. So this feedback is really important, and I want to hear it. Yeah, this the first one that came from Sean is uh, is funny because he wrote us like a paragraph because i don't know if you remember last week when you were asking uh how the guys thought the live show went at the house and he was just like it was good that was a text message Oh yeah. and i like made fun of him that he only texted like three words back yeah it's not a lot to work with like how was it it was good so, so uh he he responded with authority in okay. This, okay in this
2: text message that he said if you want to read it jones did he send this text to dusty Rhodes? Yeah. <laughs> no just read it just it. read it come on He says, hey, what's up, bro? Here's some feedback. More than just, it was good. (laughs) I thought the deep dive was one of your best episodes. I really like the format on a specific topic and cult classic movies or like the movies that made us. The Netflix show gives you guys a large audience that people can relate to. It sounded like you guys were prepared for this one and came across strong. I found it interesting hearing about the other actors like the German guy besting out Liam Neeson for the role and what else is playing in August of 87. The line, these guys never had a chance, maybe laugh uh side note what a killer month of movies damn i missed the 80s so he
1: hadn't seen monster squad yet before he heard this oh After so he, his last night at work the other night he was going home to watch it though so i can't wait to talk to him this
2: week to find out what his thoughts
1: were
0: oh that's awesome that's really cool
2: it's also like surprising to me like i was telling people about monster squad and almost everyone i talked to was like i've never seen that i don't even know what it is like I'm, i think we're gonna find that a lot of the movies that we're gonna watch are like even with how popular they might be, I think a lot of people are going to be like, no, I never saw that.
0: Yeah. So, uh, Monster squad bombed in the box office. So it's not a shock that people have no idea what it is. It I became hope so, a cult. Too. Sorry. No, I was going to say like it became a cult classic, but for something to be a cult classic, I think part of the definition of that is there's a small group of rabid fans, not a large oh, yeah. group. It's not, a, it's not mainstream. So the fact that a lot of people haven't heard of it makes sense.
1: And I like it because we're introducing them to something they originally wouldn't have gone out and found on their own.
0: Yeah, like, and I, uh, for example, this week, we, um, we actually put up a poll on our Instagram to get a, a sense of what people want us to review next. One of the movies that we put in there, I was hoping lost, and it was The Sandlot. And the reason why I was hoping it would lose is because everyone's seen The Sandlot. And I was kind of like, yeah, That'll be fun, I guess, because The Sandlot's a great movie, but it's like, I was really hoping one of the other ones was going to win. But so. I'll
1: tell you also on that, um, on that four, four movies you put up to vote on, one of them surprised me, and I, I specifically voted for it, which was Toy Soldiers, yeah. and I didn't think it was going to get like any votes, and it had a strong showing. It did. That would have been, um, that would have been my,
0: my choice, candidate. I kind of want to do that one next week. We can just do toy soldiers.
1: Have you ever seen toy soldiers? No, no. <laughs> Jones, have you seen anything no. besides see, Big Brother season thirty-one? I kind of love it too that Jones hasn't seen a lot of these.
2: Yeah, that's pretty great.
1: Like getting uh, a first-time viewer's reaction is awesome.
2: Yeah. Well, I think that's going to be the the catch to it. I think like the more of those that we do, where it's like ones that maybe me and Chris have seen and and not. Yeah, ever. definitely. Yeah. Or maybe ones where it's like, like I can't see us doing like Star Wars. No, I no. never would. You we're going to, like it, there'd be no reason. Like there, there's enough for Star Wars. There's enough for all these like big blockbuster yeah. movies.
0: It can't, I, I think, you know, we're not going to put strict rules, but like, I think guideline is, you know, the movie has to have not done yeah,
1: no, incredibly well. Like no blockbuster has to be the
0: guideline. Yeah. We're not going to, we're not going to do a deep dive on Far Gump. Like yeah. it's not going to happen. Yeah. So, um, Funny enough, you want to hear a little? um, I kind of, I kind of uh, tried to work the poll system for the for the show for the for the four movies. Okay. So I put up the the poll on Instagram, and it was *Sandlot* rookie of the year, *Toy Soldiers*, and *Heavyweights*. Yes. Right. I very much wanted *Toy Soldiers* to win. You got uh, the audience members. You guys wouldn't know this, but this whole started because. Me and Eric were going back and forth on like what movie we should deep dive. And Eric said, um, I think you mentioned The Sandlot. And I said... My whole
1: thing was we just did an 80s movie. Let's move the decade to the 90s for this one.
0: Yeah. Which makes total sense. And when Eric said Sandlot, I was like, yeah, that works. But then I thought of Toy Soldiers for some reason. It just popped in my head because I love that movie. And you wrote it to me and I was like, oh, yeah, that's yeah. a great movie. So I put Toy Soldiers out there and we, we were just going to do them both, but just in different episodes. But then I was like, you know what? Let me just do a poll. Um, and it's also based on the feedback that you're about to hear uh, that we, we also got. Um, I'm going to put a poll out there on Instagram and see what wins. So put, you know, those four up and was like, you know, when you don't know what you want until you get it, like, you know, when like I'll give an example, me and you, the three of us are about to order takeout and you're like, "Pomp, what do you want? I'm like, ah, whatever you guys want. And then you're like, all right, let's get Chinese. And then when you say Chinese, I'm like, ah, actually I don't want Chinese. Like you don't know you don't want Chinese until someone else suggests it. I didn't know I didn't want Sandlot until Sandlot started winning in the polls. Sandlot was like crushing it in the polls in the beginning. And so I'm driving up to my house in the Poconos with my wife. And I said, hey, can you check on Instagram to see how the poll is doing? And my wife goes, oh, Sandlot's winning. I'm like, oh, crap. I don't want to do Sandlot. And she goes, well, why don't you? This is her idea. She goes, why don't you vote for the second best one? because that has the, like this, the second highest in the polls, because that has the best shot of winning, and I'll vote for it too. So I said, okay, that's a good idea. What's in second place? She's like, right now, Heavyweights is in second place. I'm like, okay, cool. And so me and Kathy both voted for Heavyweights. Even though Toy Soldiers was my first choice, I, it, toy soldiers had a strong strong but it, we couldn't have tipped the scale heavyweights was like a, a very
1: very tight second place so we both it, voted for heavyweights it and it put it on to the staff. end i was watching the poll at work and it was like right at the last minute before like the 24 hour clock sw- flipped on the story where it was over that it jumped from like 30 to 33 percent to take like the win yeah which we, is crazy that it was all that close like it was pretty wild but um
0: I'm very glad that it ended with um, Heavyweights because I love that movie and it gave us an excuse to watch it again. And uh, I'm yeah. excited to do that show, which is coming out this Wednesday, by the way. So, you know, be on the lookout.
1: So, yeah. So now the reason that we put the poll
2: up is largely in part to James's feedback, which Jones is going to read for you right now. Uh, he said we should do an updated ranking chart with the scores we give out and keep posting the updated version each week on the Gram also let the audience know so we can watch that week with you Uh, easy but cool way for us to feel involved that's a actually you know what I did I did not read that (laughs) That's, that's a great piece of feedback so he gave me this feedback at work and
1: I was like that's friggin great that's a great idea yeah we didn't even think of that we were thinking we were gonna just
0: put the deep dives up like almost like a mini surprise like you don't know what we're gonna do it just shows up and he totally changed our entire approach with that feedback which is the essence of the feedback loop that we now are going to tell you days in advance which one we're going to do. So if you've never seen it or you want to brush up on it, you can watch it beforehand. So listening to the episode will be way more enjoyable. So we're going to do that from now on.
1: And also, Sean has invited us back to the backyard. He has a new inflatable 100-foot screen and a projector. And he said if we would like to watch the movie there together and then do the deep dive. Oh my God, that's a great idea. So, that could be
0: a good way to do live events. We'll watch, yeah. we'll do a screening of a movie and then we'll do an episode after about the movie. So, the
1: invite is open. Um, and yeah, I said we, I, I spoke for all, wasn't saying we'd definitely be down.
0: Nice. He doesn't have to, you know, go all out with those stakes again. <laughs> no. But uh, yeah, we could just do Taco Bell next time. Yeah. <laughs> um, save him all the trouble. But uh, that's awesome. All right. Uh, anything else before we go? I think that was it for point? feedback. Nice. All right. Well, Thank you all for the feedback and participating every week. Very excited that we're doing the deep dives now. Uh, we got a whole bunch of fun stuff coming up uh, on our in our programming. Can I use the term programming so we sound professional? 100%.
1: Yeah, we have deep dives coming up. We have some... Th- As you said professional, I stepped on the mic cable and couldn't lift it close enough to, my <laughs> to get
0: the answer out. Real professional, Eric. <laughs> Um, we also have some celebrity guests coming on in the, in the next couple of weeks, which is going to be really fun. Um, are we going to, are
1: we going to tease those or throw those out or what's the, what's the plan with that?
0: Uh, maybe, uh, well, okay, we'll do a little teaser. We may or may not be getting, um, a famous Hollywood director, Ooh. Quentin Tarantino. Um, <laughs> um, nah, you know what? Let's not, let's, let's okay. keep, let's keep them guessing. Okay. Um. And not really Hollywood, maybe like Van Nuys director. It's more adult adult film director. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> um so we got one more segment for you guys. Just tonight. put
1: it this way, it's we have a it's gonna be a, a very big deal for us. It's gonna be a big
0: deal for us. We're very excited and a little nervous. Yeah. I'm gonna shower before it. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I didn't shower today.
1: Undercarriage washing <laughs> and everything love it like the deluxe wash at the car wash with the undercarriage wax oh yeah oh we like yeah.
0: the number three yeah, yeah. <laughs> not the not the other number not the three, other number three which is as we all know puking um okay so we got we're just gonna do recommendations i think and then yeah we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna call
1: out ask us anything huh
0: i think we have to oh wait no wait we have a lot of ask us anything see. not really there's only four and they're pretty good all right we're gonna do ask us anything <laughs> <laughs> change up all right wait wait <clears throat> I'm I'm nervous. <laughs> All right. Eric, hit it.
2: And now it's time for Ask Us Anything featuring your hosts, Paul, Eric, and Mike Jones. Yeah. Yeah. First ask us anything comes from blank. He asks, what's the catchiest song of all time? This is a great question. We actually talked about this at
0: the, at the bar the other night. And it is a tough question to answer. Now, it's also, you can't think about it as like, what's the best song of all time? It's just about the catchiness, the catchiness. Um, and I'm going to say my answer is, It's hard for me to admit these because they're not great songs the first one is butterfly by crazy town (laughs) i get it though okay it was so catchy that it became like a joke in that one movie that you know that uh like teen comedy movie Uh, what the hell
1: yeah what was it
0: i think it was um was it she's all that where they just keep playing come my lady come come my lady like the whole friggin movie
1: i don't remember the movie but i remember it being a thing someone will write to us
0: after hopefully for next week's feedback loop we'll get you the name of the movie um so my first one is going to be crazy town uh butterfly and my second one um again i'm not proud to admit these call me maybe carly ray
2: jepsen wow both top tier choices thank you thank
0: you how about you jones what do you
2: think I'm going. Uh, I, I'm having a hard time narrowing it down to just one. Also, uh, one of them is certainly "Happy Birthday." <laughs> <laughs> I hate that song. Everyone knows it. It takes you two seconds to learn the words. You're, you're three years old and yeah. you know how to sing it.
0: That's true. Okay. Can I just can I just complain about something about the Happy Birthday song? Uh, two problems. One, just in general, it's so hard to sing along to a Happy Birthday when everyone sings like totally different keys yeah and so like as singers like the three of us sing right it drives me nuts because i'm like H- how do i sing along i don't know which key to sing in because you guys are all singing different things that's why i lip sync yeah so i do i lip sync too um second beef i have is specifically in my family for some reason so my brother frank always is the um He's like the master of ceremonies when it comes to singing happy birthday, which I love.
1: He's also the baritone. Yeah, he
0: always (laughs) sings it super deep, and like he's the one who gets it going and gets it loud, which I'm very grateful for. However, he like over-dramatically sings it, so which means he sings it really slow. So like it should be like a 10-second song. He makes it like three minutes long. Instead of being like, Happy birthday to you, it's like happy birthday to you and you're like all right guys wrap it up wrap it up so what i've been trying to do lately is now i don't lip sync anymore i actually do sing faster to sing it faster to get everybody to speed it up that's it that's my po- that's my
2: story uh the other two i'm going to go with quickly are beethoven's fifth symphony everyone knows that jim
0: is that no that's
2: from the wizard of oz Uh beethoven's fifth symphony is Dun, 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 dun. That's a good one. Yeah. Everyone knows that, Jim. How about,
0: uh, aus- about Moonlight Sonata? Yeah. That's a good one. Furilese, YEAH. mean. but you guys are close. Like, I diff- freaking know.
2: <laughs> Duh. How do you not know classical music songs? Just and my my third choice is 25 or 6 to 4 by Chicago. <laughs> that's a good <laughs> one.
0: <laughs> it took me a long time to. to to realize what the (laughs) what the name of that song meant
1: i still have no idea
0: i think they're describing like the score of a game like they won like 25 or six to four like they couldn't they didn't know if it was 25 or 26 so there's like 25 or six to four
2: they have that stupid song what time it is and I, i think it's 25 minutes to either four or six Oh, I don't think they've ever answered that question, though. I, I think it's been left up to people. Wow. It's like well, Toad the Wet Sprocket. Get, that's a great, 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 great band. Better than
0: Ezra. Who's Ezra? Probably a classmate would be my guess. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like, is your band good? Well, it's better than Ezra. Uh, I'm going to stop talking. All right. Mine's uh, Belinda Carlisle, Heaven is a Place on Earth. Oh, wow. Yeah. There you go. Boom. I literally can't think of any other songs that are catchy. Like, my brain won't allow me. How about- I thought of that, and then that was it. She's got
0: a lot of catchy ones. She's got vacation. That's
1: not Belinda Carlisle. It's the go-go.
0: She's a
2: singer. Yeah, but it's you you don't count the group and the solo act as the same. Fine. Wait, I'm changing one of my answers. (laughs) I'm going Holiday Road by Lindsay. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Top tier. Oh, yeah. Holiday Road. (laughs) I'm going to listen on the way home now.
0: Actually, a song from the opening scene of uh, Heavyweights is pretty catchy. Um, everybody wants to,
1: to be, be close. Not, yeah. not just catchy. Nostalgic as anything. Yeah, that's a good song. That song makes me think 90s. Hell yeah. All right, what else we got? Lucy asks, what's your favorite specialty pizza slice? I don't know this about either of you, so I'm actually really curious.
0: Uh, I don't really order specialties pizza slices, but I guess I would say because I just had it, so this is recency bias. <laughs> um, uh, like a penne ala vodka slice where they actually have pasta on it. Yeah, not, yeah. not just the penne ala yeah, yeah. vodka sauce, but actually like yeah, pasta oh, on yeah. top of the pizza. I just had that at a pizza place around the block for me, really, because my daughter ordered it and then she hated it and then I ate it for her <laughs> and it was delicious.
1: How about you guys? I think, uh, I think mine would actually have to be a big ziti slice. Kind of similar. Yeah, I don't I don't love vodka sauce. Yeah. I think I'd probably like a ziti slice better, but I just haven't had it's one. It's nice because you get the little ricotta, little mutts. It's nice. Oh my God, I just remembered. Dude, back in high school, the
0: pizza place I worked at, it's a place called Michael's Pizzeria. They used to do a baked ziti slice, but it was like a pie because it actually had like the bread top, on top. The top
1: layer that was stuffed. It's called it was the stuffed. stuffed. Yeah.
0: yeah, so the top had like... Um, uh, he would he would glaze it with um, egg, egg egg yolk and then and then sprinkle sesame seeds on it so I it was all shiny
1: and Michael delicious. was the best for his sesame seeds and his ham and cheese roll or the ham and cheese sticks. Yes, those things were so goddamn good. His chicken rolls too. So you know how chicken rolls are usually like I don't know
0: maybe eight inches nine inches long and like, <laughs> um and, and like chicken sticks out the ends of them. You know what I'm talking about? They're a little girthy. Yeah the chicken sticks out the end of them like it's not fully wrapped. Well, he would make his chicken rolls that were like the size of like a, a, like I I don't know, like a fat mozzarella stick. They were like, like two biters. Yeah, they were two biters so you could order a bunch of them so you could get like different flavors. Yeah. You didn't have to commit to a chicken roll. You could get
1: like one chicken roll, one ham and cheese roll. The ham and cheese. He made those one, in like the long sticks, which I love.
0: Yeah, broccoli cheddar rolls. Oh,
1: the broccoli cheddar rolls were so good too. Michael's was a good spot. Yeah, but they were like wrapped Great up. They,
0: they were like almost like um, stuffed breadsticks almost yeah, yeah like as opposed to being a, a full-on food, food was loaf.
1: good and he was a great human so it's great dude yeah. yeah jones
2: favorite slice i'm gonna i'm gonna narrow it down again i can't pick just one uh white indecisive jones yeah white
1: yeah. slice or an everything slice yeah you like the supreme huh yeah like vegetable and mm-hmm. nice yeah yeah pepperoni and whatever else is on. funny enough i don't like that anywhere except for pizza hut wow really yeah okay okay Pizza Hut Supreme pie is like top tier.
0: It's what's the difference between Meat Lovers or Supreme? Supreme has veggies. No, oh, that makes sense. It has meat and veg. <laughs> meat and two veg. Nice. That's the good. That's the right.
1: I think yeah, because the, the it had, right proportions.
0: I it's like
2: peppers, onions, and meat. So it's meat and two veg. There you go. Honestly though, like the the go to order for me all the time is always one regular slice, one white slice. If I ever change, it's it's like an everything slice and if they don't have that some other thing. I do love a nice Sicilian.
1: Yeah, I, I don't really consider good.
2: that a specialty. That's
1: not specialty. I like a grandma too, but that's pretty common now as well and I only like it from certain places.
0: Oh does it count when you get the like the L and B Spumoni Gardens where like the cheese is underneath the sauce. Yeah, is but that I mean, a like, specialty slice
1: because nah, not for them. That's their pie.
0: That's yeah, their square pie. It's yeah.
1: nobody's top- tier. If, I think if you get that anywhere else it is. Spumoni. Yes, but not from L&B cuz that's what they make.
0: And that's the only place to get it. I've gotten the them at other places. There's only one other place that ever came close to tasting as good and it's actually that this random place in Oceanside. And they call it a Brooklyn slice, which is weird, but Wait, which place? It's by um uh, Amazon Fresh is in that parking. Oh,
1: okay, yeah. kylie used to work there for a little while. Yeah, that place. Yeah. That
2: place is all right. Yeah, I've been. There. It's all right. Yeah.
1: I can't remember the. Name I didn't know of they it. did. I
2: wish cr- I could shout it out. I forgot the name. I did. Gigantes. Gigantes. There you it
0: go. Is. Gigantes, which I'm assuming means very big in Italian.
2: <laughs> it's El Gigante's pizza place <laughs> Sick. from WCW in the Sick. '90s. Nice, right. giant pizza. Uh, next one comes from Chuck. If Long Island seceded from New York and became its own state, which town deserves to be the capital? Man, this question was probably my favorite question we've ever been asked. Do you
1: have an answer? I do. So I racked my brain all day trying to figure out a town that was the perfect, I guess, middle ground to cover everyone. Because if you go too far into Suffolk, they're not thinking about the needs of the Nassau people. If you go too far west into Nassau, you're not thinking about the Suffolk's.
0: So you got th- you got to find a border town. So
1: you're looking for a close a border or a close to border town. Okay, but I ruled out Massapequa because they have serious. Because they're killers. really not doing good right now. Yeah, and you hate Jerry Seinfeld. Uh, yes. So I came up with Wantagh. Okay. And I think it was just the fair enough middle ground, very very not like over wealthy community. So they're not just worrying about like the rich and leaving like the middle and lower class to. To struggle. Yep. I just, I don't know. I thought about this in depth today. I looked at a map and that's what I came up with.
2: Okay. I like it. What do you got? What do you got, Jones? The two towns I'm going with are both. (laughs) He's always got to have two answers, this guy. Both in Nassau County. And uh, they're both pretty small. And I think it would be super funny to inundate them with all this responsibility. Are you going to say, can I guess what you're going to say? You can guess. You're not going to guess though. You're going to say,
0: what's the town that's pretty much New Hyde Park, but not?
1: Wheatley, Wheatley Heights, Wheatley, Wheatley Heights is in Suffolk County. Damn it. I thought he was going to say, um, it's like near the area of like Hewlett and Valley Stream Gibson, Gibson. I thought Gibson was going to be
2: Gibson <laughs> isn't its own town.
1: It's <laughs> actually Valley Stream. Oh, okay. Uh, uh Lakeview.
0: No, <laughs> <laughs> well, that'd be really funny though. Cause that's not even a village. It's a Hamlet. <laughs> it doesn't <laughs> even get be-
2: village status. <laughs> a Hamlet is actually bigger than a village.
0: No, it's not. Stop it. <laughs>
2: Like in Massapequa's case, Massapequa's the hamlet and the villages are Massapequa Massapequa Park and North Massapequa. It's also what I would name my ham and cheese omelet at my breakfast
1: restaurant. It's also a Shakespearean play, I think.
2: (laughs) Two towns I'm going with are Baxter Estates and Kensington. I don't know either. That's amazing. Okay. Uh, Baxter Estates is part of Port Washington and Kensington is like sandwiched in between Thomaston and Great Neck. Thomaston. i don't know kensington or thomaston it's kensington amazing. is literally like 30 houses
1: but if you give too much power to the north shore good, the, the south shore is going to suffer yeah it's going to end up being a revolution
0: i'm going to go i'm going to go with what actually probably would become the capital the village of hempstead is that crazy you want to hear you want to hear why are you stonewalling me right now, Eric? No. Are you mad at me because I chose Hempstead? No,
1: I just feel like The village like the village of Hempstead, there's so many towns in that. No, the village, not the town of Hempstead. The town of Hempstead is
0: includes where we are right now. Long Beach, I think, is part of town of Hempstead. Right?
1: Sure. Really. Like everything's part of Hempstead.
0: Yeah. The village of Hempstead, like where Hofstra University is.
1: Yeah, I don't I don't know. It's, I don't think they would win. It's got courthouses. It's like dead smack in the center of- Any house could be a courthouse. Hofstra's
2: yeah. technically in need
0: Oh, yeah, you're right. And I went there. <laughs> I went there, by the yeah, way. Yeah, I know. Five years. <laughs> yep, I was there. Should have been four, but, you know,
2: <laughs> I don't study too good. <laughs> I ate lunch on your meal card. Yeah, you did. Um, I think the actual towns would either be the actual county seats of both Nassau and Suffolk. So, Mineola. Mineola and Hopog yeah down with hot pot, bro Minho all the way yeah mini <laughs> yeah
0: they got great great portuguese people yep. and food
2: that courthouse is cool have you ever been in there yeah
0: yep I'm not proud of it <laughs> i went there for jury duty also besides being
2: you know there for
0: tickets yeah. um i got out of jury duty because i know i've known criminals is that weird nice so if you ever want to get out of jury duty little fun fun fact a little pro tip just tell them that like you sympathize with your criminal friends because you know
1: yeah i just sympathize with the defendant in the case like the jury for the a woman was suing a moving company because she didn't see their uh like little moving dolly outside of their truck and she cut behind the truck to cross the street and stepped on it and slipped and like they have furniture out and they're moving and like you didn't see that i'm sorry i can't back you up against like the working man
0: yeah agreed
1: and they were like okay you're dismissed i was like sweet
0: yeah there you go <laughs> yeah you just have to be like controversial and they'll kick you out because no jury when they're selecting a jury they want like rational people so if you act a little cuckoo they boot you
2: all right what, what else we got uh last one here comes from marie if your life was a movie what would be your character's theme song
1: that's a good question <laughs> Why did we get so many good questions in one night? I know. Usually I ask us
0: anything. They're like, uh, what color is blue? You're like, what? Um, Let's see. uh, If your life
2: was a movie. Dude, I have no idea. Who would yours be, Jones? This is the one where I'm actually not going to give multiple answers. There is only one song, and it is Unchained by Van Halen.
0: Okay. All right. Okay, well, if we're going with Van Halen, I'm going to go Beautiful Girls by Van Halen.
2: <laughs> Perfect choice. That
0: was the theme song to my bachelor party, for those who have no idea why that's funny. Uh, um, well, if we're going Van
1: Halen, I'm going Beautiful Girls by Van Halen. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Boom. That's too hard, man. No, I
1: was going to go, I, if we weren't all going Van Halen, I would have probably gone uh, Mark Morrison. Return of the Mac? Yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. I feel like yours would always be Here Comes the Hot Stepper. Yeah, it would probably be Hot Stepper. Like, I, come
0: the stepper. I, I just don't know. That's what I
1: associate with you walking into a place.
0: Don't you have that as like your ring, my ringtone when I, I call you? Or maybe, no? Maybe. And maybe I made that up. No, I have uh,
1: Big in Japan by Alphaville. Oh, sick. That could also be... <laughs> that was always like a joke we had. Like yeah. People would be like, Oh, your, you, you guys are famous? We were in the band. Big oh, we're big in Japan.
0: Yeah, and by J- Japan, we mean Lagudi, Indiana. <laughs> we're huge there. <laughs> All right. Well, that's the show, guys. Damn, that was a fun one. That was fun. I like you guys. I like you guys, too. I got a nice Guinness in front of me, too. I'm excited. Yeah, I'm drinking some uh, Samuel Adams. Uh, Jonesy's got a Miller Lite. Pomp even put it
1: in a Guinness pint glass. Oh, it's delicious. Yeah, man. This is a good time. Good time. All right. You want All to right, do well, your yeah. spilly? Until next week. Keep those good questions coming. That was a solid week of Ask Us Anythings. Yeah, you stumped us on, on these, too. to pat yourself well, on the back. Uh, Hopefully, Long Island pulls itself out of the trenches and we get some positive news this week. Let's do it. Stop killing people, guys. It's not worth it. It's not worth it. It might be, but it's usually not. Uh, Until next week, I hope you guys enjoy the deep dive of
2: heavyweights. We love you. Bye. Peace.